Welcome into Grand X Studios live from Austin, Texas. This is Backdoor Cover, the most underrated sports podcast in the greater Yellowstone Super Volcano area. I'm your host, Dan Regester, and I'm joined as always with Ross Bolin. Hello, Daniel. What up, what up? Did not realize we were in the vicinity of a volcano. Super volcano. Super volcano. I'm pretty sure the entire earth is. If like Yellowstone blows, we're fucked. It's all over? Really? I think it's overdue, too. I'm ready. Take so me. our days. Are I feel like if numbered. Yellowstone did blow, and if it were to reach Austin, we would have like months of lead time. Like we would be prepared. Like oh, I'm, I'm gonna dip out. I'm gonna dip out of here. No immediate know, ash. No, no. I mean, it's very far away. I don't think I. I don't know enough about the situation. What I know about lava you. is that it flows very slowly. You know. I don't think we die from lava. What do we die from? The ash. I think the ash just covers the earth. Man, I'm not ready for that. The sun gets blocked out, dude. I'll tell you what, though. I'm ready to go, you know? I'm ready. I've Fucking had, take me. I've had a good enough run. I'm happy with what I've accomplished. Yeah. You know, it's been good. Actually, I don't owe anyone money right now, so I'd like to stay a little while longer. Okay. I do, so take Dan, me you, now. you're good to go. And that other voice, of course, that you have come familiar with over the last week since he's been back from Europe. Oh, they've come familiar all right. Dylan Shivery. I've also come familiar. Hey, everyone. Glad to be back in the booth. In the stew. Hello, Dylan. Just what good. a weekend of sports, by the way. It was. Just saying. Just it saying. Was. It was a great weekend. We can start today with the biggest sports story in maybe our lifetime. It's captivated a nation, and there's no way this is about we the can talk horns? about anything before this. This is about Texas being TCU. Or no, it's actually been five years in the making, Dylan. Oh. And, of course, I'm talking about the Detroit Lions having a 100-yard rusher. No, for the that's first not, time since not. 2013. This is astonishing, though, that they, it's been that long since they've had a 100-yard rusher. Yeah, I think five uh, years <laughs> in games that Matthew Stafford has a hundred yard rusher, they're like eight and one. Was it Reggie Bush, the last person that yes. had a hundred yard rushing yeah, game for I the Lions? So. That sounds right. That feels like a, a a full generation ago. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, but fuck it. Let's get on to the real the real but, story. Okay, fuck the other big cat, Tiger motherfucking Woods. Tiger Woods. Tiger Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, Woods y'all. y'all. Wins yeah. for the first time in five years, taking home the tour championship in Atlanta. Man, the greatest I, comeback in sports history? I don't know. Mark? I don't know if this was like my um personal state of mind or something, but this was very surreal to me. It was like, incredible. Watching this unfold was it almost didn't pay off the way I thought it would because I was kind of in shock. Like I didn't think it was gonna happen. Legit. Well, going legit in, didn't think so. You thought you knew it was gonna Sunday. happen. Going into Sunday. A year ago, you didn't. Okay, that's what I mean. The last few months, sure, of course, I've yeah. known it was going to happen in the last couple months. But a year ago, when we discussed this and like where Tiger was at. Well, I mean, Tiger didn't even, like, he, he's mentioned that he didn't even think, think he, he thought would he was get done. close to this. Yeah, yeah, he thought he was done. But, which is I mean, crazy. going into Sunday, it was pretty much like if he stays the course, unless he maybe blew shoots, it, shows going to win. Shoots like par. He shot one over. He shot a 71 yesterday, but he still won by two strokes. Yeah. Billy Horschel made a run. Rory fizzled out. Tiger, like Ro- two putts for the win. Rose it's, won ten million dollars. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. And then he apologized. But I mean, the way the day starts, he shows up like he's about to go to his fucking spin class before like his accountant like job. He had the dry fit on a hanger, like he was carrying in a suit, sleeveless. I love had this the dude. guns rocking out. Is it possible that Tiger is hotter right now than he was at his peak? Like this popularity is, wise, yeah. Well. I will say this: the amount, amount, the number of people watching, not just at the event but around the world, that's at its peak. That's peak Tiger. It's never, it's never been like this before. Ever. The hype, he the hype feels the needle. The hype feels that 
real at this point. Well, I mean, did you see him walk down 18 where he had Dude, a, that was just a crazy massive shit. crowd? Watching that on 18 was insane. They let all, for those of you who haven't seen it, I don't know what you were doing, but you need to go on YouTube immediately and watch as much of this as you can. Tiger walking on the 18th fairway with the entire fucking gallery. Just walk, no security. Swarming they would, I wouldn't even say they were walking behind him. It was more like... They were marching That, that was him. a mob. That was an army. Security yeah. had to physically like hold people security back. was like yeah. running it was chaos it was and you could tell like tiger even joked about it after the round he was like uh yeah i was trying just not trying not to get run over yeah imagine if there was a group behind them dude that was legit part of it yeah it was interesting because tiger <laughs> and asshole. rory were walking up the fairway together yeah up 18 and as you know per protocol when there's a, a clear leader you're supposed to let him walk up to the green by himself that's just what they all do so at one point they're probably a hundred yards away at this point, Rory just took off running to, to catch up uh, to get ahead of the crowd. So Tiger could have his moment. Yeah, let everyone take it in. He was surrounded by the mob of people. I've never seen anything like that. He had in a golf. solo walk up, surrounded by thousands of people. It was wild. It was one of those like rare moments in sports where everybody that's watching, even if you don't fully understand what's going on, can feel the importance of the moment. And uh, there was a lot of sports tears yesterday. I'm sure for a lot of people, which is weird considering what he's coming back from well and that he didn't even like i mean rose was the big winner yesterday <laughs> like, um, no one i mean if justin rose wins the fedex cup and no one's around to see it did it really happen <laughs> i love that no one gave a fuck he apologized <laughs> dude okay i want to say this what well, before we get back to tiger that was bullshit that was a weird move by justin rose people were like ah, ha, ha. no that's not funny what are you doing apologizing? What is that? It was it that was disrespectful, dude. That was weird. What do you mean disrespectful? What is it what is the point there? Who's he apologizing to? He was apologizing to To the fans? Yeah. For playing the game? No, no, no. Everyone was there. Everyone no one cared about Justin Rose. Right. No one wanted to see him win the Fed. He's like, Cup. I'm gonna get off TV. Because as fast at one as point, if, you know if he if he pars that hole, he doesn't win. You know right. that, right? It was a he ten birdied. million dollar birdie play. He birdied to win. Yeah. And so, yes, it was a big moment for him, but he knew that he kind of stole a little bit of the moment from everyone because oh, I it was nobody. So you don't acknowledge that shit yeah, about it. Yeah, it was funny. I thought it was funny and self-deprecating. It, it, it was cool. It's I, I, I liked it. The whole FedEx Cup as a whole, though. He's self-aware. He's it's like, like no condescending. One, no one cares that I just won. $10 I know, but it's like condescending. It's like sorry. Oh no, it's not. No, I but nobody really gives a shit about the FedEx. Cup. I thought it was self-deprecating. <laughs> nobody cares about the FedEx. Cup. T- people the only want, reason it's ten million dollars is so these guys continue to play after the majors. It's a good point. But, like, he had one win this entire year in 2018 at Colonial. And then he won in China in October 2017. How the golf schedule works is they start in the fall of the previous year. Yeah. So it's kind of like a rollover calendar. Uh, but JT won three times this year. DJ won three times this year. Kepka won two fucking majors. And yet we have Justin Rose as and Tiger FedEx Cup second, winner. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he almost won the damn FedEx Cup. <laughs> that would have been. See? That's why. See? It doesn't make sense. And then people care. About the FedEx Cup suddenly. Point being, if he had won, this would have been a bigger moment. It was already an incredible moment. I didn't like the acknowledging of the moment from the inside. Oh, I did. I didn't like Rose. I like to see that side of you know professional athletes. I it, so a little humanity. Yeah, I don't Every know what golf it was. To me, it just it, it rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know. I don't know. I can't fully explain it. No, That's they're weird. all. I mean, they're they're golfers. They're pro golfers, but they're also fanboys of Tiger Woods. That's all of them. Are. There's so many strange elements to this thing at this point. Like. He's just not supposed to be there anymore, and he is. And like the the guys waiting for him on the 18th green, all that's it's just like it's a different sport 
It's like the Tiger Woods sport, and then there's golf. Dude, it's so much fun that he's in, he's at the Ryder Cup too, and he's yeah. playing. I'm not a captain just, anymore. The Ryder Cup matters more this year than it like ever has because of this all. He's back. Yeah, I'm just really glad it was like the Tour Champion. It's like one of the bigger events that's not a major. At least he didn't win like the John Deere. Yeah, thank fucking God. I mean, it was this. Look, we got it's like top thirty guys in the FedEx Cup standings. It was, so, it was big. Names. It was a big tournament to win. Uh, surely it's not as big as a major would be like, but it. come on, it's the last tournament of the season right before the rider. Watch. He will get a major for sure. I think that, I mean, you know, you know, fingers crossed. What do you think his all odds the wood. are going into Augusta? Like Vegas odds. We'll He's going to be 10 to 1 or something? He's got a lot of golf to play until then. I mean, yeah, that's so far away, it's hard to say, but the... At this point, he's got to be the You favorite. have to think if he could stay healthy, uh, that's the biggest thing, right? Yeah. Like, we just want to see the dude maintain. Right. And people are always going to bet on Tiger Woods, so he's going to have, like, stupid odds. I'm just, I'm interested in this whole Ryder Cup situation. The Ryder situation. Cup, this weekend. Because if he pulls off some, like, heroic shit... In France. It, it, in the Ryder Cup, he starts to get, like, a fever pitch to it. He's not really known for being spectacular in the Ryder Cup. Or just like right, that yeah, kind of that can change in match like, play. You know. But yeah, I mean, he can rewrite what he's done before. I mean, Patrick Reed's going to be the, the big time star at the Ryder Cup. Is he? If he, if he goes I don't full think, Patrick just because Reed. he did it last year, I don't think. Do it again I don't think year. Patrick Reed, outside of the golf community, like hardcore golf fans, is in even that, matters. This is when he becomes his best. Patrick, I Reed, know, though. but this guy has also become much hate more, even more hateable over the past year. What if Tiger goes like 0-4? Patrick Reed is no longer even a jokingly likable yeah, human to me. Like, the, I, I don't even enjoy rooting for him on a, on a fake It's the basis. Draymond Green thing, though. Like, if he's not on your team, you hate him. When he's your he asshole. Is, then you love him. Okay. Because he's, he's your asshole and he's an asshole to the, the other team. I can get behind that. I can get behind this that. This is the one time of year I actually like Patrick Reed because he's on our team and he's yeah. a dickhead. Fair. As long as we all agree that Patrick Reed is a douche. Oh, well, like on an, un, on an undeniably massive scale. Well, you yeah. saw his his social media post recently, didn't you? Yeah, we bitched about the the bitched about the free tickets he got to the. I think it was a Cubs game. Yeah, that was it. That was dude. The, what are you doing? That was the finish line for douchebaggery. How out of for him. touch are you? Yeah, he's stupid a, asshole. That guy's a fucking loser. Um, his wife got ripped in those poor woman. <laughs> well, it's her teeth, Dylan. She's a little horsey. I get it. There's some teeth issues going on in with her and her sister that need to be addressed. They got the horse gene. Hey, I've got issues. We talk about my physical appearance. My legs aren't there, you know? I like your legs, Bill. I do too. I've become I've come to love them, but I'm just saying, if you take a picture of me in shorts and put it on the internet, people are going to be like, "What's with that dude's skinny legs?" Well, how is it different with this woman's big teeth? Well, people it's are not, not saying How nice do we go things. down this road? I don't know. I'm just I br- trying I to make. It up. I'm trying to say it's okay to uh, make fun of people for their physical appearance for disabilities, and that's a very hard argument to make. So I'm trying to find a way to make it. Yeah, have fun with that one. <laughs> At wr Bullen on Twitter. But yeah, hey, I'm just I mean, saying. There's things you can make fun of, and there's things you can't. I think you can make fun of that woman's teeth. Just looking at these Ryder Cup teams, I think the U.S. should probably roll. So it should be a good time. It it, it seems incredibly stacked. We are stacked. The, this I mean, is the best American. It's golf not always been. like it doesn't it's work not that like way. The though. best golfers in the world are American. I mean, they're mixed in, of course, but damn. Just you think we're so many? Are we a heavy hitters. favorite? We got Tony, dude. I think Pinal, we have to. We got DJ Kepka, Bubba. We got do we? J- Kepka, Dustin Johnson. These dudes are going to be bombing. Justin it. Thomas, Tiger. Like the speeds on the team, and no one's even talking about him. Yeah. Yeah, well, he wasn't even in, at the tour championship. He didn't make the cut. Damn. 
We haven't won the Ryder Cup since '93. No, we won. No, we won the last, last Ryder Cup. Yeah, one last. Oh, time. thank God. We're getting this information, Ross. Uh, yeah, that's bad information. A headline. That's Looking bad back intel. at the '93 Ryder Cup, the last time the USA won on How foreign is soil. Is, it, is that like? Oh, ah. uh, yeah. America is a minus one seventy favorite. Europe is one forty-five. Who's on the European team? That's on mybookie.ag. We get, you want to just run through the European team? Yeah, why? Well, let's talk about these Euros. Alrighty, we will go switch to Europe, and uh, the captain is Thomas Bjorn. 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 Uh, Luke Donald's vice captain. Blah blah blah. We got Paul Casey. He's just the most generic offer to ever live. Paul Casey. Tommy Fleetwood. Love Tommy. Tommy. Tommy's good. Uh, Sergio has had a, a really down year. Tyrell Hatton. Rory, of course. Uh, Frankie Malinari. Hey. Uh, Alex Norton. They got some dudes. I mean, Henrik Stenson, Jay, uh, Rose. Justin Rose, John Rahm, of course. Ian Poulter made it as a captain's pick because he's been they, playing incredible this, golf. This, it doesn't. We have the star power on the American side, surely, with between DJ. I, all the. I'm not going to go down the whole fucking list. Everybody except for, like, what? Bryson, Webb Simpson. Right, man. Bryson's got his own little Tony, crew in Dallas. Sure. But I think. We have like nine superstar golfers that are like otherworldly recognizable. They have, whereas Rory. we're looking at guys like I know Molinari, but I, I can't picture his face in my head. You know, he's had a good year. Actually, didn't he win the British Open? He did. I can picture his face in my head. I can't picture Alex Noren. I don't know who that is or Tyrell. Alex Hatton. Noren's a little ripped dude. I can see Justin Rose's face in my head, but only because I want to just kick it. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. know what Rom looks like. I mean, I'm just saying, like Justin Rose is like the most hateable, likable guy. You know, so, like, sorry. He just seems like a really nice dude that you should like. And he's if he was vanilla. American, you would probably love his game. But just because he is British, it's just like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck uh, but th- what I'm saying is, this is where you get you know sneaky confident going into the Ryder Cup, and then you get smoked by these Euro. Man, Ryder it does Cup happen is, to us. Ryder Cup quite is a bit. so fun. It's what happens but most yeah. of the time. This is the best golf event. By far, I think. So how it's does my it, favorite. How, here, I have a question. If you were, you know, if somebody was to say, what is the Ryder Cup? How would you answer that question? It is a team format golf tournament, United States versus Europe. And now when we say Europe, how come they get to do like multiple countries? like set, like? set Because if we played against, you know, just Germany, we would fuck them up. Or just England, we would fuck them up. We'd really or just fuck Spain, up Martin Keimer. We would fuck them up. Germany. Important they to need, note. They need, Isn't it? They need all of Euro. We're better. Is what we I'm saying. We are better. Mm. Yes. Well, I mean, how Europeans travel, it's kind of like how they go from state to state. We Man, go whatever. State I don't want to hear about that geographical. You, They're all oh, in the Euro. We, we, oh, we got trains. Our countries They're all are connected. Except Man, England. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that. I'm just saying. It's, it's a little weird. I feel you, Bill. Yeah. But they, they, One they country need, versus like 20. They I need mean, to band together. Yeah. Those fucks. They I don't wish, all speak the same length. I wish they did the world. They, they should get rid of the President's Cup because that's always trash. And they should add the entire world to the uh, Team Europe so they can have Justin or uh, Jason Day and uh, fucking Adam Scott. They got 50 countries in Europe, bro. That's not fair. 50? Yeah. Get, I, that. Look, if we're going to go that route, I agree with Dan. Just let's go all world. Let's go fucking America versus the world. America versus everybody. And let's, let's play. Because some people are excluded. Yeah, that's which is weird. 
Yeah, there's some South African golfers. You need to fit in somewhere on this fucking thing, right? The Ryder Cup, if you want to make it as big as possible. That's what the President's Cup's for, but nobody cares about it. I'm not even clear on what that is, frankly. It's every so the Ryder Cup's every other year, and the gap year is the President's Cup, where the U.S. plays the world, the world team that doesn't include Europe. And what it just doesn't have the prestige to carry the people that. No, usually we're loaded and the world teams just like Matsuyama and uh, Jason Day. Okay. And that's it. Oh okay. yeah. Jason Day's guy feel like a dickhead right now. I can't play. So it's guys that aren't included in the Ryder Cup on the European side versus America? That's stupid. Correct. What a waste of a tournament. <laughs> the US is always <laughs> Come always on, balling, man. Huh? What is this? Uh it's just it's it's a way for America to flex. Okay, so this that's team format, Dylan. Yes. I, I don't know anything about golf. How what does that mean? I know how I know how golf works on an individual basis. I don't know how it works in a te- well, on a team. Well, the basis. first day is what it's uh, like four ball. They yeah they have different formats. Like yeah, four. I don't know exactly how it shakes out. It's but like a scramble. You accrue points based on your play against your given matchup, and then they all total it all. Without throwing you under the bus here, what I mean to accomplish by asking these questions is it? I don't know that anybody really knows I, how I, the I Ryder Cup I don't works. Know. I don't know exactly how the formats shake out. I know it's tight though. It's cool. And the last well, day, it's one on one. What makes this so great is that golf is obviously an individual sport. And this yeah. is the one time a year they get together and it's just a bunch of dudes who are friends and they're on the same fucking team. Well, it's a bunch of dudes who are friends and then Patrick Reed. Yeah, but but they love Patrick Reed this week. That That's their boy because he's a badass in this tournament. It's just so much fun, man. They, they, There's they gonna get be... so excited. This is the most excited you will see these golfers. There's going to be so many awkward high fives between so many Patrick high Green, fives. Jordan Spieth. The crowds are usually insane, and they get so hyped because it's just a different feel. What because uh, is this going to be? At a, fun. Is this going to be at a reasonable broadcast time for us? No, that's unfortunate. It's in Paris. Is where they're playing. Paris, France, which is seven hours ahead or behind. We're ahead. Yeah, so it's so. probably a reasonable. Like it's kind of no. Be, it's going to be late at night. It's going to be like British early in the morning. open type. Hours. Okay, see, those are the ones that crush me when it's like those are great. They though. start at up. six a.m. Well, I don't want to get up that early. I think the start times are a little bit later in the day because of the you know you're you're not you don't have you know I look them up forty groups going off. You just have a few. So I think they start in the afternoon, which is late as fuck for us. I'll say the Ryder Cup is doing a good job maintaining their website as they have updated the featured image on the homepage to be Tiger. Yes. Uh, after winning yesterday. They know how to that sell tickets. They're on top of their shit. They know how to sell tickets. Good for them. Yeah, it says Wednesday. Uh, coverage starts 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Friday morning matches tee off Paris time at 8.10 through 8.55. Well, I'm wrong then. So what does that look like? It's a seven-hour difference. They're seven hours ahead. Yeah, which, okay, so it's like one in the morning here when they're teeing off there. Yeah. Eight minus seven. One. Yeah, all the coverage starts at like six. Ipso facto. No, no, no. What do you think? What are we doing here? Yeah, they're ahead of us. Uh, Not behind. Oh, oh, yeah. So 8 a.m. here is 3 p.m. there. 8 a.m. there is 1 a.m. here. Yeah, they're not taking off that early. No. No, you're you're going the wrong way. It says 8.10. You're going the wrong way. Oh. You got to add the hours, not subtract them. Yeah, what are you doing? Never been familiar with a clock. Watch. Bill's never traveled outside of Texas. People don't. I've know never that. left the county. People don't yeah. know that. People <laughs> forget. But I've never left the county. I was born here and I'll die here. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> anyway, enough about time zones. Yeah, enough yeah, about excited. time zones. Hey, it's nice that the Ryder Cup feels like exciting. I'm I'm excited. 
Look at Eldrick, man. Look how excited Ross is right now. Look at Eldrick. He's ecstatic. Dude, this was, I mean, for real, it's a little sad, but this was like one of the happiest moments of a lot of people's lives. <laughs> it really was. Like for big Tiger fans that have just had, I mean, the reason I think he's so easy to get behind is because it feels like everybody's fuck up, right? Like you root for the, the guy who... Was at the top of the mountain. Yeah, redemption. He story. fell off. We like. We saw people fall. fall he, and he we be, like to yeah, see he climb became back up. so human because he made all these horrible mistakes that so many people make regarding uh, his relationship and infidelity, and then regarding like drug use and substance abuse his problems, sex addiction. Those are very familiar problems and mistakes that lots of human beings make. It just makes him super relatable. It's like, you know, you have something in common, common with this god, this golf god. He's also a scumbag piece of shit, and so yes. are you. So I feel like that's there's so many Tiger fans who it's been a rough five Huge years. Huge win for the scumbags. They all needed this, and they got it. And there was a lot of shitty dudes just crying on their couches with a you know Bud Heavy in their hand yesterday. I love that. Like one painkiller in the system, and he's the most a lot of those guys. He's the most dominant there. golfer of all time. I d okay, is that true though? Y yes. Okay, so as far as win as far percentage, as being good at the game of golf. He's the greatest he's number of all one, time. and I I won't hear so an argument against it. He's not the most the accomplished. The only obviously. argument is the accomplishments thing based on the major count, and you have to think that, like, come on, that no longer plays a part in Tiger's legacy. That was erased with all the injuries and whatnot. Yeah, but he's so. Has, Golden I mean, Bear had to deal with some injuries. Still has man. a bunch of them. Shame, shame as it may be, pretending that Tiger not getting the same amount of majors as Jack is no longer. It doesn't have anything to do with it. Anymore. It's still a trump card. Yeah, he can always. You always, I mean, you always point to accomplishments. You always in sports, just say eighteen. But the most, he's the most gifted golfer we've ever seen. He's certainly the most popular golfer, uh, one of the most popular athletes. Period. Oh, absolutely. Maybe the single-handedly the most powerful athlete in Hot sports. Hot take alert, man. I, it's, it's true. Well, I'm, like, yeah, the, dude, the the part about Tiger that makes him so fascinating is the. The power of the people that get behind him. You saw it again on, on the 18, fairway on yeah. 18. It's just, it's nuts. Normally people despise people who do what he did. Not in this case. Times, they are changing. Perfect transition. The uh, previously last ranked defense held the Tom Brady New England Patriots to 133 yards passing and won 26-10. to 10. Is the first back-to-back -back loss for the Patriots since 2002? Ha! By double digits. By double. I think it's just back-to-back. -back. I think it's back by. Back. The stat I saw was that it was the first time they've lost back-to-back -back games by ten or more. Yeah, there's no way that's just losses because that would be incredible. Since 2002, 2002. 16 yeah. years since they lost two in a row. You can get maybe Mike double back, digits. Like fact check that or something. I did. I just did with my brain. You already have the information. Okay. Regardless. Yeah. Y'all watch this is game. An encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah, watch this game. It's yes. ironclad. Fuck, I kept taking live bullets on the Patriots, like oh, in the first quarter, dude, the second what? quarter, the third quarter. I won so much money back throughout the day. I was doing so well in the NFL. I'm like, there's no way the Patriots can lose this fucking game, dude. And sure it, enough, this is just I you got just blatantly being like, nah, fuck you, Ross. I pr I promise you, the Pats are not very good this year. Well, now it doesn't matter. That take is no longer worthy. But I said that shit last week. They're, Pats are okay. not very good this year. Everybody said, shut the fuck up. And so, it's very obvious Brady doesn't have a whole lot of weapons right now. He's got Gronk. We knew that it. already. But you're getting Edelman back week five. 
You're getting Josh Gordon back whenever his uh, hamstring's okay. I thought he was going to play Sunday. Still a little hurt, huh. but I think he, he should be ready for next week. I think they're a totally different team with once they get Edelman Gordon back. Uh, I don't. I, they're going to turn it on. What, mm. I, what I've learned from the NFL this weekend is it's as unexpected as you would think. Like, it's parody runs the league. Jaguars come off a big win last week, lose to the fucking uh, Blaine Gabbert oh, yeah. Titans. That's what like, makes this league so hard to bet. Ca- the Cardinals. Oh, uh, and then the Bills. Barely lose to the Be- Bears. <laughs> yeah, the fucking Bills. Josh Allen. Uh, what were they, 16.5-point underdogs? <laughs> yeah. They went outright. They were up like 20 se- or tw- 21-0 for most of the game, 27-28-0. Josh the- Allen looks like a goddamn stud. This is this is the beauty of the These NFL. hurdling guys. But out of all the years I've pl- paid close, close, close attention to the NFL, this is probably like, you know, I'm, I don't know, five, eight years, somewhere in there that I've been like really paying attention, playing Survivor Leagues, doing fantasy, gambling on the games and shit. Like, that's what I mean by that. Yeah. This is the most ridiculous start three weeks into any season we've seen. It's just, there's nobody knows what's happening. The fucking everybody's awful, losing games left and right. The spreads are all jacked yeah, who's up. Who's really good? I have no idea what's happening. I guess anymore. the Chiefs. The Chiefs are really good. Mahomes, Pat is, Mahomes is the greatest quarterback to ever live. He's got 13 shit. touchdowns. Had has the most touchdowns in his first three games of a season ever. So it's zero it's, interceptions. It's strange that Mahomes is kicking ass to the degree he is, and like it. It took until yesterday. At like 10 p.m. for me to even look up his highlights. Like I was like, all right, I guess I'll pay attention to Mahomes. That fucking scramble throw, dude. To Chris Conley that, in the back of the, the end zone. That was one of Very the best throws I've seen. He's balling. Yeah, man. that was fucked up. That one. That's the one that I was gonna reference. No one interceptions. That's almost as impressive dude. as all the touchdowns. Yeah, it, he's I fucking slain. That's some crazy shit, dude. I don't think he had a touchdown in the second half. I think he got them all in the first half, too. Like, he was on pace for another huge game. Still a great game. This guy's a monster. He's very, very good. Andrew really good at his job. Yeah, in the regular season, I mean, they're, they're regular season and just get like having a quarterback. He's he's always been a quarterback guru. He's doing something even since Donovan. Like he's always gonna like Andy Reid's always just gonna have you in the conversation, what which is, is nice. What other sport league can think? What what can what happen to many happen? That was ridiculous, right? How you seventeen point favorite and you come out and get the shit kicked out of you? Uh, well, like college the whole football. game, a little, little similar situation with Virginia Tech that we'll get to later. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. The, I think the that was the Lions Patriots was pretty similar in that regard. They were, uh, that was, was a seven half, point seven. game though. Yeah, they lost by sixteen or some shit, right? Yeah, sixteen. That's that's a big swing. Titans were yeah. nine point underdogs, beat the Jags outright. Oh, it felt so good to be on the right side <laughs> of that one too. I got I got a lot of these, dude. The only reason I didn't make like five grand this weekend is because I included over unders and I got every single over under yeah. wrong. My new strategy for the uh, I've been doing pretty well in the NFL, and I'm like, what would my like dad think? Yeah, and then I fade that. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your dad the example you use? I don't know. I love that. That's terrible. It's like Waterman, like common man. What would yeah. the common man think? And then you do the opposite. It's like, oh yeah, the Bears are gonna kick the shit out of Arizona. I'll take Arizona. Yeah, plus five and a half, and they covered. It's really like that is the most effective way to gamble on NFL lines to me. It doesn't Not over work. Unders. Doesn't work so well college yet. It's a little bit more hit and different hit animal. Or miss. Different but animal. I am as. I'm as steady as it comes. I am 500 in both the NFL and college picks. I'm seven and seven on the NFL on the, on the show, and I am 24 and 24 in college. Yeah, 500. You, you just yeah, the NFL. I like that strategy though. Of I mean, not joking. 
the the thought process of like, all right, what is the average everyday idiot doing? Right. If that lines up, if your thought, your instinct lines up with the percentages on the, you know, bets placed percentages, then you can usually fade that and be okay. Like, hey, I'm actually an average everyday idiot. Yeah. What do I normally think? Now do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing you got to be careful with is like the double negatives and all that. And then you confuse your own brain. And then you confuse your own brain. You don't want to go down that path. No. That's bad. Double negatives. And then again. Do two negatives equal a positive? Just the NFL. That doesn't work with college football. The general public is different than you would think a lot of the time there. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the public is right, though. Sometimes. Yeah. Not like, very Like often. the Chiefs. And uh, unfortunately for the 49ers, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo tears his ACL. Oh, man. Out for the Jimmy. Season. What the fuck, dude? CJ Bethard, now their guy in San Francisco. Jimmy's kind of, you know what? Not not a not a bad strategy by the man. Get the bag, then tear your ACL, and just you think he did it on purpose? Kind of live off of uh, what could have been. <sighs> oh man, ACL is not as big of a deal as it used to be. Thank God, because everybody tears their ACL. Yeah, I guess Carson's back. Carson was a little rusty, but they held on at the end against the Colts. Eagles picked up the dub. Uh, worth mentioning, the Colts did not trust Andrew Luck. To throw the Hal Mary at the end of the game, they, they put in Jacoby well, like Bruce a set off the sixty-five yard bomb. He doesn't Dude, have that, that in his arsenal. That wasn't to do with trust. That's just a bad shoulder trying He's to the, air it out. That's and what they, I'm saying. But if like moving forward, if I'm another team uh, facing the Colts, don't you just stack the box and you're like Andrew Luck can't throw more than twenty yards now? Well, that was a that was a hail mary from sixty. I don't know if that says much. Yeah, uh, they covered by the way. Colts, Colts did cover. I think we we're all in the Eagles though, so that was unfortunate. Uh, whoops. Sometimes I change my mind between fucking Thursday and Sunday. I do all the time. For the show, we just kind of riff. I know we got to keep the running total. I'm just saying, I was on the other side. I mean, do you want to know your record for the regular season? The NFL is ten and five. You went three and two this weekend, but you're ten and five on the season. Dylan's three and two. So hell yeah, just a just a dominant performance from me. And I am seven and seven. Yeah, I just maybe you should just listen to your own picks on the on the podcast. Maybe I am. I'm just saying, for some reason, on that one, I bet. On the Colts. You're just seeing the ball right now. It's like plus six and a half, I believe. It's a lot of points. A lot of points. A lot of points. Yeah, NFL, anything over like seven or anything, you usually should probably take the points. That's a lot of points. Lot hey, of points. but good good for you. Good for Philly getting the win. Uh, the Texans played. They did. They didn't look Not very well. They didn't look very good. Um, I legit think there is an off chance Bill O'Brien will be fired at some point in the next couple weeks. 0-3 start fresh off a of 4-12 and season and getting a five-year contract extension. First of all, that's a red flag on the management side. Yeah. What, what are you doing, you stupid fuck? That is so basic, like, next level. Any moron. Wait, I didn't realize that he was extended. Five years. Anybody who doesn't watch sports, you tell them, all right, this coach won four out of 16 games last season. So we gave him a five-year contract extension. Because they saw what was going to happen and with they, uh, Deshaun. Yeah. And they like, started, that's just going to be everything now. The next season, 0-3, what should happen? All right, I haven't watched any of the Texans. What, what, what are they, why are they struggling? Very bad play calling, rust from Deshaun, but mostly just bad game management. Like Bill O'Brien's not very good at his job. Um, it might be situational. It might be because of the personnel. I don't know. I can't say one way or the other. I don't know enough about the situation but he's not having any success on either side of the ball like with play calling he's truly awful and I don't know how you fix that without 
firing. He never hired an offensive coordinator. He tried to be like Bill Belichick. He thought he could pull it off, and he fucking can't. And now the season's lost. You start 0-3, your season's over. That's so fucked up, but in the NFL, it's true. You don't make the playoffs. It's over. 2018, <laughs> the NFL season for the Houston Texans is over. Now you have to fire the guy whose fault that is, right? Don't do you not? You just how, gave him an extension, dude. How many? You don't have to pay fuck him it, you regardless. have to pay him. That's your fault. You're the ownership. You own it. The you can't. A watch. How, you can't do this again, man. I can't sit here and watch another generational talent get wasted now on the offensive side of the ball. It, it's like we're switching. We're just taking turns. Let's get a generational talent. Well, I don't even. Dude, he just, might be a generational. We don't have to talk about we don't, the Texans we don't really anymore. Know. Fuck, fuck. He our was ownership, good for what? Dude. Like seven games last year. We got year? this dumb old man who has no idea what he's doing anymore. It's time to cut Did this. I see you tweet about J.J. Watt be, being washed? Yeah, he, he hadn't had a sack in like 924 days or something like that. And then uh, he got three immediately after I tweeted You lit a spark Serious? in his ass. I, I, yeah, he made me look like a real fucking idiot. Is he, but, is he back to being like close to 100%? Oh, yeah, I think he's at about 100% for him. Yeah. But his 100% now is probably about like 70 a few years ago. He's a broken man. Ah, not he, dude, he's still he quite good. He used to, no, he was if you double team JJ, he's not going like, to do shit. Yeah, they had him lined up in single coverage a lot of the game, and he was just working the dude that was in front of him. Yeah. Like he's not going to be Cleo Mack right now. He's got fuck three no. fucking sacks and three forced fumbles in three games for the Bears. Nah, he's no longer. He's not the JJ Watt you're used to, but he'll still. I mean, he'll outwork anybody on the other side of the ball. It just depends on who he's yeah. up against. I'm excited for that uh, barn burner that's going to be October 7th, I believe. Cowboys Texans. Woo. It's gonna be a hell of a game, man. Cowboys, all, dude. What is it with the NFL? It just feels like all these teams are bad. Steelers. There's just no good team, like no elite team. Steelers, the, Patriots. And don't get me wrong. It's still, I'll still watch every game. It's very entertaining. It's just the the product on the field is like it's just a slosh fest. There's just poo a flying everywhere. Fest. Is there? Is it not feel that way? Like every game is just like who can not fuck this up the most? A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Drew Brees passes Brett Favre to be the number one uh, all-time in completions. He is now completing 80.6% of his passes this season, and uh, the Saints won 43-37 to in overtime. This was more what we expected from the Saints to start the season. Uh, a lot of Camara, a lot of... Uh what the hell was a lot of Drew Brees? What the hell was that missed tackle on Brees for the, the game-winning touchdown? What the <laughs> fuck was that? How do you let Drew Brees do that to you? I don't know, man. He's like 43. He... He spun off a tackle and he's dove an, across the end zone. He's an old white man. Yeah. What's, what's happening? He's 39. Nobody knows. And he's having like one of his best seasons ever. He's got like 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. The Saints are 2-1 after all that. Yeah. I, I, the Saints, they're so weird, though. But especially, I've gambled on the Saints all three scary, weeks. So have I. And this was this terrible. not gone well for me. I've lost well, all well, three bets. Week. Yeah. But uh, I was thinking about this. I was at the bar. So this week... I watched a lot of football, actually. I got, I got to watch a lot of football because I just took my girlfriend to the bar and we just watched Friday, Saturday. It was a very expensive weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I got to watch all the games. Okay. But uh, she got to socialize and hang out. It felt like we were doing something. But wow, you really, really, gave, I was you really did that for her, Dan? Yeah, I really did that for her. If I may, Dan, I watched football Sunday at a bar as well. Uh, my The girlfriend has friends in town and one of them was a Packers fan, so we went... And uh, we went to Black Sheep Lodge, a place that has a lot of TVs. Great place. It was a good good place. Let me just say this. I'd rather be at home watching Red Zone. 
I would too. Like they have like thirty TVs, but the Saints game, which was the most exciting game of the day, was not available. Like it was on, it wasn't on TV. I could see, so I spent like most of the day like standing by the shuffleboard table by myself, like trying to watch five screens from across the the, the building. Just not as much fun as Red Zone. I don't know. But then you have to unpack all the other things that come with that, like your girlfriend complaining about you just yes. watching football all weekend. It's like if at least if you go out, it's like, oh, we did we did something. Yeah, we, went to we the did bar. that. I hung out with your it. friends. It was but great. Really, I was just watching. You football. know what? I'm just gonna say it. the the problem here is on the uh, significant other side of the ball. There's nothing wrong with spending all day Sunday on the fucking couch at home watching football. That shouldn't be frowned upon. Sunday Saturday, is a day of rest. Sunday, both both days. It was designated by the Lord Almighty for you to not do anything. It, everybody just. Sh- Chill out, man. Just give me twelve weeks college football season. I just want to I just want to lay under my weighted blanket and and nap. You know what's and cool? then watch like two hours of football. That's all I want, and then nap the rest of the day. Right. I didn't leave my home, but I had a great time between Friday when I got home from work and this morning when I left for work. I had one of those weekends. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's a good it weekend. Was Dude, that's tough. Shit. You didn't it, like go to the store and get a loaf of bread. or I anything? didn't leave the home. Didn't enter my car. I was worried my car wouldn't start this morning, actually. Did you even, like, walk to the end of the driveway and check out the scene? or just... I, w- I, sh- I, sh- I was at the end of the driveway at one point. Okay. I was shooting basketball. I mean, if I was single, yeah, I would you probably, dunk? like, spend all of my weekends. Yeah, I wouldn't see a off? soul on weekends. Nah. But I'm, j- I'm just saying that I think that that often is, like, that stigma is, is bullshit. Hey, like, you what, you're me... not going to do anything today? It's like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to do anything hey, today. Hey, did you see me grab rim on that playground in Greece? No. Yeah, no one saw that. How, where was this? On social media. On you didn't Instagram. do a good job of promoting this rim grabbage. I grabbed rim. Micah saw it. Dude, your, bo- dude, your, your boy still got bounce is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, fuck the bar. I'm absolutely 100% with you. And that count, even if I was drinking, it, it doesn't make a difference. I'm, I've always preferred the NFL experience on the couch, especially with Red Zone. Red Zone is incredible. If, you have, if you're blessed enough to have Red Zone, man, I don't know why you ever leave. Well... At the bar, I thought of this hypothetical during the Saints game, the Falcons game, uh, because the Saints had the ball in overtime for like eight minutes before they scored. Yeah. So I was thinking, let's say the other team, the opposing team, puts up a field goal and gives you a chance to get the ball back with the the newish overtime rules or whatever. There's five seconds left in the game, and you're at their their 25. Do you go for the win with a pass play, or do you kick like a 38-yard field goal for the tie? Five seconds left. You got to go for the win. No. You play for ties? Yeah. What? The percentage that you make that is much higher than you complete that pass. Yeah, but I think you got to... Okay. No coach is going to do that, though, right? Bullshit. Yes, they would. Play for the tie? Yeah. It's a very it's a chip shot field goal. I guess it's circumstantial. As opposed to like a Was 25 percent chance you make that field goal? Well... 12% chance you complete that pass? Okay. Let's put it, it's circumstantial because if you're in the lead for your division, of course, you're like, fuck it, let's get three, this tie. If it's game three, yeah, it's early on in the season. If you're the Houston Texans and you're 0 and 3, you're going for the win because fuck it, your season's over. Who cares? Right. Yeah. It just depends on what you're, where you're sitting. You have nine guys camped out at the goal line waiting for that pass to come in. Though. You're not going to complete it. You know what I mean? Dude, sometimes it works. <laughs> like really, It's pretty much if Aaron Rodgers threw it, then it has a chance but of working. How much more of an asshole do you, would you feel like if your kicker misses that like 35-yard field goal to tie it? Yes. <laughs> and you lose going uh, for the yeah, tie. That, then it's a bad look. Then everybody's unhappy, yeah. 
But I, I mean, I'm loving these overtime rules. I like that. It's only 10 minutes now. That's the only change, right? It's shorter. It's just shorter. Yeah. yeah, dude. I thought something happened with the weather. Like I kept checking the score on that Saints game when it was in overtime on my phone, and just nothing was happening. I was so fucking confused. That drive took forever. Well, what? I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a good transition for this. Uh, <laughs> this ad read, Ross. But uh, <laughs> that was a piss poor effort. Yeah, just I know. Sitting in silence. I kind of just froze. But um. You know what Robinhood is, Ross? No, Dan, please tell me. It is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. Oh, no commission. What's an ETFs? It's an ETFs. ETFs. Yeah. Don't do you know what an ETFs is? <laughs> I don't, no. Okay. It's an exchange-traded fund, which is an investment stock, uh, an investment fund traded on stock exchanges, much like stocks. Duh. Says Google. Everybody knows that. ETF, baby. Robinhood. Huge if you're looking for a way to get in on uh, the market. Been trying to. Very easy. Been thinking about it. Very simple. No no uh, fees. Now it's now it's a no-brainer. I have to. I have to get in on Robinhood. Put your money to work, Dan, on Robinhood. It's not, it's not working in my other investment streams. So might as well go to Robinhood. Yeah. It's commission-free, as we said. Uh, other brokerages might charge up to $10 for every trade. None of that nonsense with Robinhood. No, sir. The design of the app is uh, its very easy to use, very simplistic. The app's fantastic. Download yeah. it. Try it. Yeah. So learn by doing. Robinhood is giving our listeners a free stock, Ross. Free stock. Free stock, free stock. <laughs> Just one. One stock. Everybody gets one. So you can help build your portfolio. Sign up at backdoor.robinhood.com. Stock. That's Backdoor.robinhood.com. One stock. Yeah. Is it college football time, Dan? It is college football time. Ba, ba, Dylan. Ba, ba, ba. Uh, Where should not, we start? Where you guys want to start? college football song. You want to start uh, with your Texas Longhorns? The newly, ranked, the newly 18th ranked Texas Longhorns? Sure. Back-to-back ranked opponents go down for the first time since, what, 1892? Was that the year? So, yes, yeah, since 1892. That's correct. It's almost like... Since like that Maryland, game, that Maryland game, like almost didn't even happen. Them up. I've once forgotten about it. I love the fickle nature of college football fans. Get a couple wins, everybody's turned around on the bandwagon, facing the right fucking direction. Look, that was an impressive win. It was. TCU is no joke. They're they're a good team. Texas look good, man. The defense. Sean Robinson let me down. Look, the defense TCU is fucking didn't look good. So hot on offense. That quarterback but, uh, sucks. I made some money on Texas. I was happy about this. Yo, I watched the whole receivers. Game. Fucking Colin Johnson and Lil Jordan Humphrey are scary as fuck. Lil Jordan Humphrey's legit, dude. I was thinking about this too while I was also inebriated this weekend. Why doesn't every football team just have like six six receivers? Because they're usually not super athletic. They're not. You know, they don't yeah, run. The, they don't the run bigger like a you six, get, six the less guy. the less yeah. likely it'll be that you're an and athlete. Look, Carlos Johnson, as There's good as he is, plenty of basketball players that are like not, six ten that are athletic as hell. He's not a burner. <laughs> Colin Johnson's not very fast. A lot of but those that dude can catch anything. A lot of those real tall dudes are not athletic. Like yeah, Embiid can't run routes. Dan, it's hard to be twitchy when you're six six. Yeah, I mean, no, but couldn't I bet, catch a football. If I bet you, Carl Anthony Towns could. Or you know what? Maybe I, I had another thought too. Uh, Let's move away from basketball players. We got to do what Stanford's doing and get in on the uh, the sand volleyball player. Okay. I, th- I think that's the new wave. That's the new move. We've got guys that have gone from the NBA to sand volleyball, like uh, Chase Buttinger. Buttinger. Oh, yeah. He yeah. did do that. 
He's doing the reverse. But uh, Penn State had that dude last year, Gasecki or whatever. He was like, uh, I think he's he went like in the first three rounds uh, in the NFL draft. Th- this year, fucking Stanford, Colby Parkinson had the game winning touchdown. He tips it to himself, kind of like a like a volleyball play. Tight. It's pretty dope. Hey, remember how I said that Texas is going to beat OU this year? Yeah, yeah. I still I still think that. Just here's, just so you know. Thanks. Yeah. Coming off your big win against TCU and their heroic effort against the Army. It took yeah, Army took him to the ropes. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Jesus, dude, I was, dude, I was with a bunch of dudes in Houston. We had our, our annual guys weekend, uh-huh. and we were watching the score because it wasn't on TV; it was on paper. It was on yeah. yeah. All right, so cable companies we don't respect the troops. We paid fifty dollars to watch overtime. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, I swear. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> we're like, we gotta watch this. It game. was fifty-five bucks to stream it, uh, or if you had Cox. Uh, Communications was $35, so you had yourself a deal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great for Cox customers. But uh, 32,000 people apparently watched it through this one dude's Twitch stream. It sounds like they lost some money on that dude's Twitch stream. Seems like it. Um, that I mean, that's what I usually do. That with dude's big, about to get popped with like, a fucking ticket. Periscope and Twitch are the move for like any fight that you don't really want to pay for. And I guess Army-Oklahoma games. Yeah. Oklahoma escapes 28-21. Did they not play their starters or what happened? No. There? So when you play Army, it's just fucking terrible. When you play any military school, yeah, they run the stupid triple option and they have the ball for ten minutes of drive, <laughs> and like you just get tired. Like the guy from Oklahoma had twenty six tackles. He had twenty six fucking tackles. Like, yeah, why are they, they just up? beat you down with four yard runs? Why are they giving up all those points to Army, dude? That's yeah, not a it's good still move. Army though. It's twenty one point. It's not that bad. It's just like you're not used. Is they're so much different than every other offense in college football that when you play the and they're so disciplined too because they're the fucking military. Yeah. That when you play these teams, they're not going to make mistakes and they're just going to run the ball for four yards down your throat and just smash you. Yeah, but all you got to do they're against test Army your character is get them into a third and seven situation and they they can't do anything. They can't throw. No. So in an overtime. So OU scored it's a over. touchdown on the yeah. first drive, and so there was Ar- Army got the ball. I think they had a, like a, a false start or something, so it was first and fifteen, and they gained. Eight, then they got to like third and seven, third and eight, and they're fucked. Yeah, they're just they, three yards in the cloud of dust. Because the only play in their do. playbook is a four to six yard run. Fullback they're dive. They're like, hey guys, we got to throw a pass this play. Fullback everyone's dive. Like, everyone's like, fuck. Who throws Fake the ball? I don't know dive. how to do that. I don't know. Get a back. So then they lost. But misdirection. Good game. So what happens to Oklahoma? Like they're obviously ranked in the top five. They actually move back to six. Yeah, they this might. Week. Yeah, they usually slip up. I think a LSU moved up to five. So this you slip weekend. a little bit for almost blowing your season in the Army game. Army yes. is Army might be better than people think. They beat Hawaii last week. It was a big one for Army. Granted, our, Hawaii. Hawaii was playing at six a.m. Hawaiian time, which we, we talked about. Lost money on Hawaii this weekend. Thanks, Hawaii. Yeah, I'm sorry. That that was on me. Yeah, it's on you. I thought they were going to cover. They, UMass beat they, them by they, like 50. And they did not cover. Yeah, they did not. Um, Stanford beats Oregon. They scored 17 points in the final three minutes to force overtime. That is, they had how no the f- business being in this game. 17 points in three minutes? It was a house divided at my place. Uh, I obviously had Stanford minus two, and my girlfriend went to Oregon, so she was not very happy with me. Wow. Yeah. But uh, KJ Costello had himself a fucking game. Probably one of the best games of his career. Because Bryce Love wasn't, wasn't so hot. I mean, he had a decent game. He was like 19 rushes for, I think, like 89 yards or something and a, touch, a touchdown. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was really, they really won this game on the arm of KJ Costello and Oregon just blowing it. Costello. 
I think they fumbled with 50 seconds left and uh, gave the ball back. I think all they needed to do was get a first down, and they would have won the game, and they fumble it. And Sad. Stanford picks it up. Stanford wins in overtime. Sad. And Oregon actually moves up a spot by losing to Stanford. Wow. Yeah, so they go from 20 to 19 after the loss. Still, still pretty impressive. I think Justin Herbert's a good quarterback. I think this Oregon team is way better than I thought. And Mario Cristobal is not a bad coach. And we will move on. Huh. Virginia Tech loses to Old Dominion. <laughs> what happened? A 28 point favorite. ODU, baby. 0 Holy 3 Old fuck. Dominion. The team, same team that lost to Charlotte beats Virginia Charlotte? Tech. Yeah. The, Charlotte has a fo- football Charlotte program? has a football program. So does Old Dominion. Not Foos. very long. Old Dominion's had a, a football team for about. Dude, how does that a cup happen? Of coffee? How does Virginia Foosball Tech lose to Old Dominion? the devil. Well, backup quarterback and walk-on Blake LaRussa came in and tore up the Bud Foster defense for 495 yards and four touchdowns. Oh, that's some shit. That's <laughs> a lot of yards. According to Ravel, he only had one scholarship offer to like a FCS school. So good luck on you, Blake LaRussa. Fuck. Going to Old Dominion. Stick it to the man, dude. This is, I mean, if you have a game like this, you're probably talking about it for the rest of your life to your kids and your grandkids. Probably. This is like his one shining moment. What else are you going to talk about? This is all he's got. Of course you're going to talk about this. You go to Old Dominion. So, yeah, I mean, there people were comparing this to like a college basketball uh, upset. It's kind of similar. VT was 13, I think. Uh, Old Dominion, obviously 0-3. One of the worst teams in the country. But They just came out with like their dicks on fire or what? The dicks were on fire, man. That's, I think it, that's cool. That's probably a problem. Having your dicks on fire. Right on. Uh, Alabama is just straight filthy. Didn't cover the spread though. A and M. A and M's. What I took away from this was A and M's good. Alabama is just filthy. They're just awesome. They're incredible. But the the line was way too big. Yeah. Jimbo's not going to lose by more than. I watched three this whole game and it was like it's pretty rare that I watch a game and it unfolds exactly how I predict it will, like in my head or whatever. But that's why I'd taken A and M plus twenty six and a half. I think is what it was. And such a big line. Fucking, uh, it's Kel- too many points. Kellamon throws an interception in like thirty seconds into the game. I'm like, oh no. Here I we mean, go. look, this was going to be an ass beating, and it was. It wasn't even close in terms of eh, like skill first play. half is a little closer. I mean, Bama is a significantly better team yeah. than Texas A and M. I think it's just very safe to say it. No one. I don't think anyone's beaten Alabama. No, probably not. This, t- this is an unfair year. Jimbo needs some time on his side to they have get a quarterback. where he needs him. A&M, A&M's a year away. But, no, and nobody's beating Alabama. That's that's really what I took away from this game. A&M's a really good team. Alabama, nobody's beating them. Uh, yeah, but A&M seems to have a good little start to their Jimbo Fisher era. I mean, they're not going to do anything crazy this season, but it uh, doesn't matter because nobody's beating Alabama. And then producer Micah's Mizzou Tigers. They they hung tough, but and they did cover the spread, or they pushed depending on what line you got. Whom did they play? This was my major disappointment but of the weekend. They lost the Mizzou at played home okay. to your Georgia Bulldogs. Jake ah. Fromm had his best game of the season, and he seems to do that to Mizzou every year. Just tears out their defense. Yeah, we uh, we're okay. I think that's the best way to describe our team. We're we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> I, I kept trying to leave because I had a lot of things to do. The game was at 11. I had a bunch of buddies in town for a wedding. Mm. So we were out and uh, I was drinking beer. And I'm like, you know what? I need to I need to go and then be like, ah, George is going to score here. I'll leave as soon as we don't score. And then we'd score. 
and then they'd score, and then we'd score again. I ended up just staying. It just kind of really. You at the end. We just sort of like, yeah, we lost by thirteen. We made some terrible mistakes. We had some like a really cheap fourteen. There was a, a cheap play at the beginning of the game where uh, a guy, Missouri's player, had a forward progress, and they didn't blow the whistle, and Georgia just stripped the ball out. And ran it back for a touchdown while the ref blocked our quarterback who could have actually made the tackle. It was very strange. Oh. That being said, like, we were fine. <laughs> we we go to Bama in two weeks I mean, and you, we're going to get murdered. You had that Georgia player, too, who almost pulled the uh, Deshaun Jackson where he dropped the ball at the, yeah, the goal we, line. Yeah, we, we, we didn't get any breaks. The second quarter is not things as good. Really, Georgia's pretty good. You're right there, you know? Georgia's you got to right. feel good about this game if you're They're if you're just Mizzou. a notch below Alabama, but they're shaped in every aspect uh, they, to be I, Alabama. They may be the second best team in the country, but they're like 30 notches below Alabama. What's, Bama is horrifying. What's the deal Georgia with, is, uh, is very good. Alabama is a different level. I've ever seen. How long has Kirby Smart been the coach at Georgia? Two years, right? Three years. He's got some three, three or two years. I think three. He's, his, this the, is the, year. his life expectancy has to be like plummeting week by week. He's got serious anger yeah, issues. He, he's a legitimate psycho. Like, dude, chill out on like his celebrations and his upset expressions. He's like, a Nick Saban guy, of course. Saban doesn't. Saban doesn't the throw these like, tantrums though. the way. Not, not the celebrations, but he, Saban only gets angry. He'll rip your ass yeah. out, though. Kirby Smart has the ripping your ass and the over the top hardcore celebrations, both sides of the ball. And it's fucking. Every time they go to the sideline, he's over there like jumping. He's like a cartoon character. Like, <laughs> Saban, he's had Saban's too much never sugar. happy. Yeah. He's just like, argh, argh, just like running, grabbing, hugging. You can't even tell if he's scolding somebody or congratulating them sometimes. It's very confusing. It looks very similar. Plus, he's just a little guy. Like he's got those khakis on, and he just—I <laughs> don't know what it is about him. I just couldn't stop watching Kirby Smart the whole Do fucking game. Do you think game. Nick Saban's ever happy? Yeah, I bet he's a lot happier than he lets on. You can't win that much and be totally miserable, right? He's just on to the next thing. He has to give himself like moments where he, you know, when he's jacking it at home or whatever, where he smiles and stuff, right? You think he gets one good jack a year? Just <laughs> God, I hope more just than to that. To clean out the pipes, one a year. Just floods the room. He wins the national championship, Jesus. and he's just like, I'll have one. <laughs> this is my one. And now I come. And then if they lose the national championship or don't make it, he doesn't jack off that year. I hope that's I not a correct that's theory. Works. I hope that's uh, inaccurate. So another quarter, or uh, another coach who's probably not happy right now, my my poor ex, Scott Frost. Miserable. It was in Michigan, 56-10. to 10. Yeah, like this is like seeing your ex on the street, like just panhandling, not, just trying to make money. Yeah, it's not a good look. It's odd. It's uh, if you go to like ESPN's college football page or whatever, Scott Frost is the is the number one story right now. Just sad, Scott Frost. Like the number one story on the top headlines is uh, Frost's quote about Purdue, a game we can win. And then the number one featured image a Purdue team is that just beat uh, a very good Boston College team by yeah, a lot. The the number one, the featured image is Chip Kelly, Scott Frost, and first year coaches in the worst situations. So people are all in on looking at this Scott Frost thing. Well, Chip Kelly's got guys. He's got dads like questioning him. He's got uh, players transferring from UCLA. I keep forgetting he's even there, which is probably a problem it's for a him recruiting for wise. Yeah. Like it's it's not good that he's at UCLA, and I keep forgetting. But again, that could be a personal issue. That's fair. That's very fair. But yeah, I I want nothing but good things for Scott Frost. Hopefully, he can turn it around. I feel the same way, and I don't even have any personal attachment to him. I'm just kind of rooting for the guy. But yes, come on, man, it's first year. 
massive program like Nebraska, yeah, it's gonna take some time. time. You gotta you gotta work. They got a lot of a lot of problems. In and Chip Kelly, nobody gives a fuck. It's dude. hard it's hard to recruit to Nebraska. Too. I'm so really sick is. of UCLA, dude. Like the relevancy here, it just what 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 are they ranked? UCLA? No, dude, they haven't won a game. They're terrible, right? No, they stink. They both these teams stink. I guess we talk about them in a couple. But how years. do you convince like a kid from Florida or California or Texas to go to, to Nebraska? Go to Lincoln, Nebraska. You don't. It's tough, man. Uh, I don't know what the sell the sell, what that looks like. What do you tell an eighteen? It's not like you can get these giant like white linemen that Nebraska is notorious for, like back in the nineties and the eighties when they're corn just pushing fed boys. the corn fed boys because it's Scott Frost's offense. And they got to be fucking in shape, and they got to be running. They're they're doing the fast offense, plays every like ten to fifteen seconds. Yeah, the problem with the University of Nebraska is that it's in the state of Nebraska. That's mm-hmm. what it sounds mm-hmm. like. They should address that next board meeting. They should maybe move. Yeah, move, move the school. It's the University of Bra- Nebraska at uh, Miami, Florida, something like that. Move it to a more formidable area. You got to think logistically. That's going to be tough. Just helicopter those kids in from from the campus. Know, All right, I'm, it's just my suggestion. Wasn't there the wasn't there a guy who went to school at a different school? What oh, was the, this, the like quarterback for Furman uh, goes to school at Clemson. Yeah, actually goes to Clemson. Can't what? you do something like that? Just let these kids go to school in Miami Wait, and what? Let them wear ends on their helmet on Saturdays. The Furman well, quarterback. You, you goes see, to Furman Clemson? is actually very close to. Clemson. It seems like the same thing to me. How can man. you play for a school that you don't attend? Uh, for it's, like, uh, it's like how UTSA kids pledge fraternities at UT. Yeah, we talked about this. Or actually, we're here, I guess. it's a little different. Exact same. But last week I went eight and eight, so my record in college is twenty four and twenty four. Just five hundred, very average. Ross went one and three. He is six and eleven on the season in college, and Dylan had a three and one weekend. Don't call it a comeback. After going to 0-5 the first week, uh, he is now 3-6. and six. So, Dylan on the comeback train. We're doing big things. And the place you can place these bets is, of course, mybookie.ag. Our good friends. Micah, Micah's great friends. He's always putting out electric promos. You need to go check it out. At Michael Weiner. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, yesterday, uh, if you're following me, at Michael Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R, you would have seen three consecutive winners in a row. Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, and guess what? I'm coming back with another power plant pick of the week because they're that electric tonight Wait, for th- Monday night football. I, da, 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 da. I thought you got the Browns pick wrong. No, I took the under. Yeah, oh, took that's the under, right. Yeah. You cheated. And it, okay. and it hit. I, it's, I didn't sh- cheat. You didn't, you didn't pick a horse. That's a correct pick, though. That's a correct I pick. Took, I took the Lions and shout out Will DeFreeze last that's night. That's still good money. Boom. Free money. I, I wish I listened to you. <laughs> your your videos are very disturbing. <laughs> I was in, in a good way, way. though. In, yeah, in, they in, are. In the most degenerate, best way possible. Well, normally I, I have T-Man videotape them for me. Yeah. Who's a guy who works for us. Uh, but yesterday I realized I forgot to do it, and I was at the bar, and I made my girlfriend do it, and she was very confused and upset. I, I imagine she was. By as this I'm persona sure, that I'm sure was many of the other the patrons at the bar were upset and, and confused. But you you know how this works. You go to mybookie.ag, use promo code backdoor, that's one word, backdoor. They double your deposit. Right there. You put the in a hundred, you got two hundred. You put in a thousand, you got two thousand. Boom. Match dollar for dollar. That's just free money. Yeah. Visit mybookie.com or mybookie.ag today. My bookie, M-I-M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. 
<laughs> and don't don't forget to use the promo code backdoor. You play, you win, you, you get, get paid. paid. Don't be a pussy. Bet with my bookie. My bookie. And check Time out for hotline calls. Check out my pick tonight at Michael Weiner. I'm excited for that, Micah. Uh, we have a hotline. It, the number is 800-392-6344. Once again, that is 800-392-6344. Let's get into that first call, Micah. Once you pull it up. What's up, BDC? This is Aaron from St. Louis. I uh, love the podcast. I saw something last night on uh, one D Shivery's Instagram that kind of made me a little mad. Had a little questions asking and uh, wanted to get uh, your guys' feedback. So I think he was at the Astros game, I believe, and showed off that he caught a nice souvenir. But I think if you are over the age of, let's say, like 20, and you're at a baseball game, and you keep that souvenir, unless you have your girlfriend with you or your kid with you, you should definitely not be keeping that baseball. You should be giving that to a young fan around you. I think that is complete trash. If you keep that baseball, you deserve to get a T-shirt cannon straight to the nuts if you kept that ball, Dylan. I love you, Dylan, but uh, that was a complete dick move if you kept that ball. I'd like to get you guys' feedback, hear from you, Dylan. Have a good day. I think you're uh, forgetting that I have a three-year-old son, you stupid dickhead, and he is now wow. he is now owner of said foul ball that I acquired at the game. He just flamed you, so dude. You can fuck right off. He just flamed you. There for was being a kid sitting ignorant. right in front of me at the game, and he was a little shit. I actually tweeted about this. I would have given the ball to him, but he was a little shit, and he kept doing that that Fortnite floss dance, and he looked like a complete moron. And I hated him and his whole family. Damn, dude. Little like, kid just trying to shine. He was annoying. But yeah, my son is now the owner of the baseball, you stupid asshole. I hope you feel bad about yourself now. I mean, it's a pretty simple like correction. I don't think he's going to feel that bad. Did but you catch it out of the air, stands. Oh, yeah. Full disclosure, it wasn't actually a foul ball. One of, the second baseman for Angels, I don't even know his name. He, he threw it to me. He threw us. it straight to you? Uh, to my buddy. We caught it, yeah. And then he gave it to you. What's funny? What, what do you mean we caught it? <laughs> we our caught our it. group caught it. Like you all had one finger on it, or what? No, my buddy Michael caught it, and he just th- he just gave it to me. Oh man, you didn't even you, dude. This is a, this whole thing's a lie. This is a sham. Oh, yeah, this is a I, hoax. Well, I know. Yeah, I lied. You're a phony. You're a big. You're this is before the game. We, we were calling for the ball, and he he tossed it to us, but he shorted us by one row. So the dude in front of Michael caught oh, it. Oh God! And so he threw us another one, and we caught oh, that. Oh my one. God! This is a disaster. It was great. We this it was, great. It was, it was great the important time. thing is that Parks got a baseball. Parks got a baseball. This is like foul ball guy going to like BP practice. This is miserable. And just getting free balls. But to answer your question, if you are an adult, like a 35-year-old yeah, or a 30-year-old or a 25, if really, if you're like over 18 and you catch a ball and you don't have a girlfriend and you don't have any family that would enjoy it, yeah, give it to a little kid. Give it to a kid. Yeah, give it to the kid. Unless a kid is doing the Fortnite floss and look like a moron the whole game. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually going to change my stance here. I don't care what you do with that ball. Keep it, <laughs> shove it up your ass, throw it back. Fuck it. It's your ball. You caught it. Yeah, I don't want to hear any book. of this. Look, if they catch you on the ESPN cameras and you and you you know you look like an asshole or whatever, that's a different thing. But that's a risk. You what about take. like a hockey puck? I've I've caught a hockey puck. If I catch a hockey puck, I'm sorry, I'm keeping the hockey puck. That's a tight. That's my hockey I puck now. Kept the hockey puck. Yeah, I would yeah. keep it. But uh, it, what's the age for baseball then? I'm, t- I'm telling you, if I go to a game right 15? now and I catch a foul ball, I'm keeping the foul ball. Like okay. everybody can kiss my ass. I don't give a fuck. Hey, what's you, the, you got it. It's, it's my yours. ball, dude. What are you gonna do? Take it from my cold dead hands. What's the latest you can wear a glove to a game? Fifteen. Fifteen's the line. 
That, that that might be too we're, too late. Look, wearing a glove Ten? to a game is lame. It's real lame. Lots of grown men wear gloves to the games. I know they do. It's super lame, but I still I think that's like. Do you kind of enjoy it? In the grand scheme of things, with the issues we're dealing with in the, in the sports world only, got, grown man wearing a glove is so far down the list of important things. Is it not? Like, come on, the NFL fans are doing thirty things that are worse than that every every Sunday, just individually. Fuck, leave grown man with a glove alone. All right, he's sad and he needs something. <laughs> but yeah, I think fourteen is probably cut off there. You shouldn't be wearing a glove to the game. Glove? How do you feel about it? Are you a big Jersey guy? Depends on depends on the sport. So I'm not bothered by MLB jerseys at all. NFL jerseys are the trash. It's just something about all of the vibes at NFL games are bad, and the jerseys make them worse. Especially the custom ones that say something stupid NFL on the back. NFL fans like, are pretty trashy. Number sixty nine. NFL fans are. This is America, and it's shitty, and it's it's mostly scumbags. <laughs> they're wearing jerseys and they look terrible. But they were popping pills yesterday and celebrating with Tiger. Yeah. In unison. This is hey, we're doing it. America's fucking rolling right now. We really are. Next call. What's up, backdoor cover? This is Zach from Indy. Um, I saw last week or sometime recently that Ninja was put on the cover of the ESPN magazine. Um, and nothing really gets me into an argument quicker than someone saying a professional professional gamer is a professional athlete. So I kind of want to know what your guys' stance are on gamers as athletes or just gaming being considered a sport in general. I mean, everyone talks about hand-eye coordination. I get it that it takes a lot of skill. Like, I suck dick at video games, but, like, so does the, the sculptor takes a lot of hand-eye coordination, but no one considers them an athlete, and yet gamers are somehow athletes. I think it's just because they got picked on in, like, grade school and high school. So they want to be considered, you know, athletic. Um, but what's your guys' take on that? I'm almost okay with it being called esports because it, it at least separates it from a regular sport. Um, but overall, it, it just pisses me off that um, they call them they call them professional athletes. Sure, they may be an athlete outside of gaming, but definitely not professional at it. Um, so just curious on what your take is. Uh, let me know. You know. We don't really give sculptors a whole lot of credit these days. I like very that undervalued. point. I like that point. In no world are these people athletes. This isn't an athletic event. It isn't. They can be professional gamers. That's fine. I even am with them on they can call it esports. I think that's totally reasonable. But they're not sports sports, and you're not a fucking athlete. You're a, a, you're a professional gamer. Do you, when is it going to happen when like ninjas nominated for the ESPY of like athlete? Of Probably the, year? the next ESPYs. Who cares? Okay, here's here's a dumb question from someone who is not a gamer and sure. knows nothing about it. Sure. Does esport mean you're playing like Madden or like a sport video game? No. Or like, does it apply to all video? Yeah, games? All video games. Okay. It just means you'd be playing League of yeah. Legends. That's gotcha. a good question. It's a good question. Any yeah, other questions? Yeah. It's a little irritating, but it's 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 2018, man. This shit's everywhere. I, I don't. Get it. But They're filling well, stadiums okay, look, in Japan, dude. Just because something is big or important doesn't mean we just gloss over the reasoning behind it. And these people are not athletes, and calling them such is detrimental to all things, is it not? You can't just be mislabeling shit. You, you, you're not an athlete. You're, you're playing video games. Oh, they're definitely not athletes. There's no, no question about no. that. What, you can't the, be a professional athlete unless you're an athlete to begin with, and you're not an athlete. 
You're the opposite of We're an athlete. We're a professional video gamer. You're a nerd. Where do we draw the line with athlete? Like bowler? No, I don't know where the line is. I just know it's way the fuck before video games. Like, at least with bowling, it's confusing. You're like, I don't know. It is a little confusing. There, you kind of, you know, there's some athletic movements involved. There are zero athletic movements involved with gaming. Your thumbs are doing all of the work. Hand-eye coordination. You're using a machine. I think the line should be drawn is here. If you have to be in shape to play the the thing. That's where then, it gets weird with golf, though. What about you, have baseball? In, you have to be in decent shape to play golf. There's you have big, to, great you have to big walk, fat guys that play golf, You have though. to walk five miles? Yeah. You can't be a fat uh, slob. Dude, David golf has Wells. always been the one that throws a Throwing fuck. Throwing a great yeah, baseball, too. Yeah, God damn it. Baseball is absolutely See, a sport. See, and that's, I don't even think you have to be in good shape. It's not about the conditioning of the participant. It's about the nature of the game. And the game. I don't even know. Yeah, Babe Ruth was a big fat black or um <laughs> <laughs> Babe Ruth was, was a, a big, big fat, fat black, black guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. Big fat fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was. That's great. He, he was, was not white a, for the record. Yeah, we're just we're just giving away uh the few white athletes that we have left. We're moving them on over to the black side. Drafted. The, well the, yeah, he played at a time where they didn't let black guys play. That's true. That's probably the only reason he had his job. But the the e gaming shit, the esports shit, it's just not that's serious. We don't need to. The distinction doesn't need to be made. They're not athletes. I don't think any of them are pretending to be athletes. The Sports Illustrated cover with Ninja is just blurring the lines a little bit, and that's fine. But this will all get sorted out. It society takes care of shit like this. That's one of the things we can, we still do correctly. We will shame you if you deserve to be shamed. What's up, backdoor cover? It's Wes from the Utah area. Just gotta say. Go Aggies. Let's roll with them Aggies. Utah State. Hey, Aggies all the way. Shouts out to Pi K A Gamma Epsilon. Utah State. Did they cover? They did. They are now 4-0 yes. on the season against the spread. Let's ride our, with them. Our I Aggies. love this. Aggies <laughs> now bust forever. Yes. So, yeah, I guess That's we, huge. we have Aggies. to bet on Utah State. Let's see who they play next week. Big on Utah State. Very happy about the money they've been making us. It's nice to have another team that we're going to ride uh, even if it's not the buffs, this is big. Oh, they big play BYU next week. Well, they're going to cover. Yeah, they the are. Is. You know that, though. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to throw them in in the quick picks on Thursday. But got any shouts besides Utah State? Yeah, here's a, uh, here's a stat. The Houston Texans are the only NFL team yet to run a single offensive snap with the lead this season. That's hmm. not what you're looking for. They're also uh, trailing on a league-high 88% of offensive snaps. So things are going really well. Shouts to Bill O'Brien and his fresh five-year contract. If they're trailing on 88% of snaps, oh, that's not offensive, that's total snaps. Period. Yeah. Okay. That's most of the you. snaps. Ten meaning four. that they're almost always losing. Meaning that they're struggling. They're, they haven't won a game. Yeah. 0-3. I, yeah. I would have guessed that, yeah. Yeah. To, hey, so shouts to Bill O'Brien. Minor setback. Shouts to, uh, you know, just my Longhorns, man. They're doing the damn thing. They're back, baby. Shouts to my Knights. Just ran lane, the lane train off the field. Shouts to all the up NBA to, guys. Up to 13 now, UCF? It's media day. It's time to get excited. It's time to see picks. Shouts to that annoying kid in front of me who left the game without a foul ball. Shouts to the social media managers who have to come up with the incredibly lame stuff that every professional NBA player has to do with their media day. You ever seen this? They're like, all right, now, you know how when you're at an NBA game, the stuff that they play on the big screen uh, to keep you entertained during yeah. timeouts and such, most of that's recorded on media day. 
Really? That's when they come up with all that lame shit. So they'll be like, you were going to have Clint Capella sing a Whitney Houston song. Or and then they have, make him do that shit on Media Day, and then they play it to keep you entertained. You have James Harden just go, all right, get up. Get up, guys. Make noise. Everybody, make noise. Everybody yell loud now. Pump. They're like, and like somebody behind the camera is like, pump up the crowd, James. And Harden's like, yell louder. That's Media Day. It's incredibly loud. We did get some good quotes out of Joel, though. He, he said, uh, do you remember when, when you first heard the news that Elton Brand was going to be the GM for the Sixers? <laughs> what did you think? And he's like, I, I was dunking hard on him two years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's always good for, for a quote or a soundbite. Of course. Shouts to him. Shouts to my Sixers and Joel Embiid. Um, yeah. You ready guys. to get out of here? Let's get yeah. out of here. Aggies now, bust forever.